Hello, this is Nick Holland for Information Security Media Group, and I'm joined today by retired Brigadier General Greg Tuhill, who is the president of Six Terra Technologies, and was previously appointed by President Barack Obama as the first federal CISO of the United States. Greg's going to be at the RSA conference next week, and he's going to be doing a panel discussion on building and keeping your cybersecurity team with non-traditional staff. So given the somewhat unique background that Greg has had, I thought it'd be good to ask him about that session and how you go about training and hiring non-traditional candidates for the security industry. Well, thanks, Nick. You know, I appreciate the opportunity to uh, share with with our listeners. You know, as we take a look at uh, uh, fill in those cyber gaps, and we've We've got uh, gaps in many organizations where they recognize the need to have seasoned and skilled cyber professionals, but it's very difficult to recruit, retain, and, and grow cyber professionals. Uh, my background with this uh, goes many, many years back, and uh, one of the highlights of my work to try to grow that workforce was when I was the commander of the 81st Training Wing at Keesler Air Force Base. And our mission at that base was to train soldiers, sailors, airmen, Marines, and Coast Guardsmen in 28 different technical training fields. And uh, while I was there, we actually launched the technical training for the cyberspace operations career fields in the United States Air Force for both officers and the enlisted personnel. And uh, my team grew the curriculum and uh, we had over 26,000 different uh, students that came through during my 18-month command tour. But we also had worked to make sure that our students got college credit, and we were accredited for those uh, those courses. And I think it's really important as we look forward uh, as a, a community that we are developing that pipeline that is going to produce the workforce that is relevant, it's skilled, and it's uh, well postured for not only today but for tomorrow. Yeah, that's a great point. And I mean, I think, and obviously, it's no news that there is a significant shortfall globally of cybersecurity professionals. Um, and those that are cybersecurity professionals, there is a significant degree of burnout with those. So, I'd guess, obvious question is then, where do we find the people to fill this gap? What sort of uh, initiatives are you aware of that would would drive towards this? Well, there, I think there's lots of folks out there that can fill the gap, but it takes a concerted effort. First of all, let's take a look at the pipeline that's coming up, you know, the next generation. I think we need to make sure that uh, we are looking at the, the children in school right now, the elementary school, the middle school, the high school, the colleges, so that we are, in fact, moving uh, those folks and preparing them for the, the jobs that they're going to invent, jobs that haven't even been invented yet. So there's great programs that are out there that are promoting uh, cyber education. There's the National Initiative of Cyber Education, which is an interagency uh, group in the U.S. government that's reaching out to schools at all levels in the United States. Uh, there's the Cyber Patriot Program, led by retired Brigadier General uh, Bernie Scotch and supported by uh, for example, the Air Force Association is the principal patron of Cyber Patriot. That's a cyber competition that gets uh, youngsters and college students excited about competing to better defend uh, networks that they've built, and it increases the skill level. There's the collegiate cyber uh, competition that Raytheon and other companies have been promoting 
that gets the college-age students uh, geared up to build and defend networks better. So that pipeline, uh, you know, it needs to continue to grow. But even by going through that pipeline, I don't think we're going to meet today's needs and the immediate needs of the future well. So there's a lot of effort now going towards what I call reskilling, taking folks from other career fields where they may be redundant or they may be underemployed, and then giving them the education and the training so that they can go back into the, the marketplace as cybersecurity professionals and help defend national prosperity and national security. I'm a big fan of reskilling because I saw it work in the Air Force. Uh, for example, some of the best technicians that I had, enlisted technicians uh, in my cyber career fields, were retrainees. Um, they had been, for example, security forces personnel, folks who were basically the military cops. And when they got to a certain age level or grade level, uh, generally as staff sergeants, they retrained into the cyber career field. I found that th that experience that they brought to the table helped them become better students and ask better questions. And when they graduated from our training programs and came into the cyber career fields, they were well prepared because not only did they understand the cyber bit, but they also understood the operational employment and use in other career fields and other lines of business. I, I think that that same technique that we use in the Air Force applies extremely well in the private sector and in the government sector as well. As we look at folks who uh, need to pivot in their careers or want to pivot in their careers, I think that they would be an excellent and near immediate add to our uh, cyber workforce and cut back on that shortfall that we have. Absolutely. So, I mean, from, from a personal standpoint, what kind of transferable skills and aptitudes would you look for? Well, you know, the first thing that I'm looking for is the ability to communicate. Um, I think there's a bias in uh, some folks where you have to have a uh, electrical engineering or a computer science degree to be successful in the cyber career field. And I have not seen any evidence that supports that. As a matter of fact, uh, when I was the director of the National Cybersecurity and Communications Integration Center, the NCIC, I found that with looking at my ICS cert and my US cert uh, folks, the people uh, who were part of the United States uh, Cyber Emergency Readiness Team, um, some of the most effective uh, folks on, that, on those teams were the folks who had Bachelor of Arts in history or business, as opposed to those who had the hard, fast technical degrees. It really takes a team. And the first attribute I'm looking, particularly as I'm looking for candidates to reskill, is the ability to communicate. And it's not just speaking, it's writing, it's being able to take abstract concepts and translate it into focused action. That, I think, is the most important cyber skill for, uh, for folks. I can teach the folks the technology. It takes a whole lot longer to teach them how to communicate well. The good news is um, if you're able to communicate uh, extremely well, chances are pretty good that you can focus and, uh, and do the scholarship it takes to learn how to understand how things work and why. Uh, understanding the fundamental things of uh, networking, system administration, database uh, management, uh, applications management, and, and the future um, 
activities that are, we're, we're already starting to train up folks to be prepared on how to deal in a, an environment where we have augmented intelligence, artificial intelligence, machine learning, fueling new ways of how we are driving our economies, how we are driving societal interactions, academia, um, uh, national security, and other applications around the globe. Yeah, very good. Well, Greg, always a pleasure speaking with you. Um, again, I'll, I'll just to plug your session one more time, um, that is building and keeping your cybersecurity team with non-traditional staff, which is 8 a.m. on Wednesday, March the 6th at the RSA conference. Um, Greg, like I say, thank you very much. Look forward to hopefully seeing you and crossing paths uh, while we're in San Francisco. And uh, uh, for Information Security Media Group, I'm Nick Holland.